This is a recording from a special live stream I hosted with master healer Charles Matthew. Charles began his transition from engineer and self-proclaimed geek to energy healer back in the 60s. He has a fascinating background, which we get into later in the episode. He came out of retirement recently and is passionate about helping people to relieve their pain, as well as passing along his knowledge to train a new generation to tap into their healing abilities. He wants to be connected to those who want to work with him on healing, learning his methods, or who want to connect about his crystals. He talks in this episode about how he programs crystals, and I know there are a lot of people out there who would be interested in that. So the best way to get in touch with Charles at this time is to shoot me an email, which you can reach me at kara at karagoodwin.com, and I'll be happy to connect you. And by the way, if you want to be part of future live streams such as this, be sure you're on my mailing list. Just go to my website, karagoodwin.com, and at the very bottom, you can enter your details to be added. And that way, you'll be alerted when these events become available for free registration. And before we get started, a quick word about Camuso. Take control of your stress with this necklace that is not only beautiful, but powerful. It works within seconds, has zero maintenance, and helps you increase focus, lower your heart rate, sleep better, and reduce anxiety. This is a great product. It's a great gift. Check out episode 240, where I talk to the founder, Todd Steinberg. That episode is jam-packed with useful insight about how to calm your body and mind. Use promo code KaraGoodwin15 to get 15% off. And check out all of the partners of the Meditation Conversation podcast, which you can get to through themeditationconversation.com. And if you love this episode as much as I do, please, please, please send it on to anyone in your life who would also be interested in it. Let us grow this light on the planet by sharing the high vibe content we come across. I would also be so grateful for you to subscribe to the podcast, to rate it, review it. I'm sure that you know that all of these are little ways that you can help support the show. Thank you so much and enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to be with all of you today. My name is Kara Goodwin. I'm the host of the Meditation Conversation podcast, and we are live streaming this webinar for the Conscious Awakening Network. So we have some of you joining via Zoom. There are some joining on YouTube and watching online through the Conscious Awakening Network and through the apps, through Apple TV and Prime, Roku, and so forth. And so it's such a joy and a pleasure to be with all of you. Thank you for being here. And I want to welcome Charles Matthew. I am so excited to have Charles here today. So Charles has spent over four decades exploring the interactions between crystals, people, and technology. He's studied with extraordinary people like Marcel Vogel and Dale Walker. He is adept at, at utilizing human focus and intention with crystals to open extraordinary states of health and consciousness. Charles knows that it's now time to share the wisdom he's accumulated over a lifetime to help the next generation to take his learnings and advance them further. He's thrilled to be here today. 
to help all of us to experience our own limitless possibilities. So welcome, Charles. What a joy to be with you today. It's my joy to be here also. And to uh, set the energy, may I please do a chant? Yes, please. Okay, here we go. Kamala, Kamala, Deta, Seromanda, Petolena, Deta, Daro, Deta, La, 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 Ma, May come a hollow and welcome. Mm, beautiful. Mm. Do, can we know the origins of that? Or is it impromptu? Impromptu. Oh. Channel. Channel. Mm. Another word is channel. I'm real good at doing that. Ah. And so real, yes. Would you say that's from a star system or do we know? It's from this group. It's for this group right now. And I can do some others and I can do some chants that I normally do. It's part of, it's part of a more integrated program that I'm putting together because mm. I work with energy, the subtle energies of the body and the subtle energies all around us. And with these energies in terms of play, working, work, play with them, I play with them. Okay. As opposed to work, because when I'm playing, I'm having fun, I'm getting better results and uh, all that. And in fact, um, talking about playing, uh, I'd like to play with a few people that are in the group. And if there's anyone that like would like to experience a little bit of this energy before I talk a little more, um, if you have a pain that's come up in the last few minutes, let me know and I'll work with you. So if anybody feels like they want to come on, Karen. Karen, how can I help you today? So I've been having pain in my spine. Okay. And where's this pain at, please? It's specifically like behind my rib cage and up to my neck. Okay. It's not as um, bad today, but I have been experiencing it. Okay. And is it easy for you to stand up? Yes. Should I stand okay. up? Or? Go ahead and stand up and turn your back to me. Okay. okay. Right there's real good. Okay, there's good. Okay. And um, how's your back now? It feels fine. I don't have the pain right now. Okay. Check and see if you can bend a certain way and get it back. Get the pain back, you mean? Yeah. See right here. Feel it right there. Okay. And feeling it right there. How is it now? Has anything changed? I want you to try and feel it. You may feel that it's gone totally and completely. Now. Yep, that pain is gone. Thank you. Pretty cool, huh? Thank you. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's how quick, that's how easy. Wow. <laughs> All right. All um, right. Rather than me talk about it, I can just do it. Anyone else? Patty, I know that it is the middle of the night for you. And Patty is in Australia. It's like two in the morning. Oh, hey, so, hi, Patty. Hi. Hey, so, yes. Patty, do you have any anything you want Charles to work on here? Put you on the spot? 
There you are. Okay. Yeah, you, I've got a pain that has come up in the last couple of days at the bottom of my back. Okay. That, and the bottom um, of the back, are you talking the tailbone or above that or below? Uh, that? Around the tailbone area, just okay. slightly to the right of the tailbone area. Okay. Can you feel it now? Yeah, it's still there. Okay. okay, good. Okay. And just look into my eyes. And how is that now? No, it's still there a little bit. Okay. I don't. I experience it when I bend over to either lift things or something. All right, good deal. Good deal. And go ahead and just bend over a little bit and try and lift things. I'm going to add a little piece to this, and I'm going to add a little piece of crystal that's programmed. And I'll show it to the group. And this is it. And I'm going to put it on me, on my my back, on my body, about where you your pain is or was. And just right back here. I'm just putting it on the clothing. And how is it now? Because I'm connected with you deeper. Can you feel me connected with you energetically? No, I don't feel that any threat at all. Okay. No. That's all right. That's all right. I'm, I'm really jumping real far ahead. As opposed to talking about how all this works, I'm just uh, really open to sharing a couple of, of, of sharing with a few of you how it works. Okay, I understand. And how about if you bend forward now? How's your back? With the pain totally and completely transformed for your highest and best good now. No, I can still feel it a little bit. Okay. Did it go down or up? Yeah, I, I would say yes. I really noticed it. Well, try to walk around a bit. Okay. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that, Patty. Yeah. And thanks for thanks for being up this time. Yeah. All right. Good. Good deal. I'm feeling it's it's relieved a lot at at the moment. Still a little bit there, but it's not until I go outside and try to pick a battery up that I might. I understand. I understand. Might notice it, but I, I understand. I've had this pain on and off for a while. Okay. And I think, under my theory, it actually is a pain that comes from. A very good friend of mine, and that's where he got his cancer. Ah, I'm, okay. Well, I'm, we're going to reflected. Yeah, so we're going to have to change that right now. May I just bring in a bigger piece of quartz, and I'll explain a little bit later. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to bring it in. I'm going the other room real quickly. Okay, so all of you may be saying, "Well, what is this all about?" We're just talking about rocks and things like that. And Daddy, are you back? There you are. Can you see yeah, this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking for a bit of quartz I might have here. Okay. And this is specially programmed. And go ahead and look at it. I'm connecting with you now. And feel this going up and down your back. In fact, up and down your body. And what I want you to imagine is whatever pain was there in your lower back. Go ahead and, and, and let it trickle down your legs. And set an imaginary root to the molten core of Mother Earth, an imaginary root to the molten core of Mother Earth through the bottom of each of your feet, the ball of your foot, and just yeah. send that all the way down to the molten core of Mother Earth. And what color is that energy going down to the molten core of Mother Earth? Reddish. 
and let the reddish, let the, let the anger go. Let the anger go down, send it a little bit more, create another imaginary link with the molten core of Mother Earth and an imaginary tail. How's that for something this early in the morning? Imagine a tail going down there all the way and let that red go down, trickle down, go down, and let me know what color it is now. I'm thinking green. Good. And even more, even let even more go down. And what I want you to do is to let me know that pain. Oh, you're going in and out of mute there, Charles. All right, that was me. I hit the spacer key on my keyboard because oh. this is a little bit large. There we are. Yeah, okay. Yep. It's bigger than a bit of quartz I've got. And, uh, and it's specially programmed. It comes from my collection. And I call it the Matthew Collection. And it's part of 45,000 pounds of crystals that I've had since the 80s, the late 80s. That's what I made. Go ahead. I say, have you got any Iceland Spa clear quartz? I'm not sure by names. From that name, I'm going to say no. There's a mine about 100-odd kilometers from here, about 80, uh, 70 miles in your term, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where the Germans mined Iceland Spa quartz from there because it's very clear, very clear, and it's double reflective. And I've got a friend who told me about it. We're going to go up there and get some samples from it. They mined it in 1926. Okay, okay. Around there. Now, now a, a lot of what I have, I I, did, I bought out several stores back in the late 80s. And well, I, I had no, I'm not real sure what the names are and all that. So I'm going to tell you I don't have it. But what I do is I program crystals and I teach how to program crystals for their highest and best good. Well, well okay. when we go there, I'll get a bit for you. There you go. When when the Germans mined it, they were getting it out in big chunks that were, at, uh, some of them were in excess of two feet in diameter. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's totally much bigger than what I have around here. Because I don't uh, know if you saw it or not, but the piece of crystal that I put on my back, was about this big and uh there can you see it it's in the tweezers yeah yeah okay now yep okay yes. so but i brought out this bigger piece because that's the mother uh, one yep this is the bigger <laughs> one this is the bigger one and okay. so yeah. how are you now how is your back now when you bend I'm, over i'm feeling a lot better not, not absolutely cured but it's a lot better Okay, and what color is the energy going down through your feet? Pretty nearly clear, whitish clear. Like perfect. A bit like the quartz color. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And what you did is basically whatever that issue was about gets gone from your body. Yeah. You yeah, if I had a bit of quartz like that and had it treated or treated it myself, I could do that for my friend maybe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Let me give you the steps for that. Just ask him to imagine a root going down through the bottom of his feet. So that's two roots to the molten core of Mother Earth. Two roots from the ball of the foot 
bottom of the foot going down to the molten core of Mother Earth, and then going down <clears throat> and notice the color it started out as a trickle. Just let it be a trickle and ask what color it is. And it'll probably start off as a darker color. Uh, and just ask every now and then what's what color is it as it clears up. Use those words. What color does it change to as it clears up now? And those are that's the technique. Okay. Now, Charles, well, I'm curious if there are people who don't feel that they're very visual or they're not accustomed to describing mm-hmm. a color to their pain or something. And so there mm-hmm. may be some sort of block or something that hasn't really kicked in within them to be able to say like, oh, I don't know what color it is. I don't see a color. I can't see the energy. Do you have any ways that we can help people to tune into what color it might be if they're not seeing a color? Let me expand it a little bit more. If you're not seeing a color, uh, uh, keep in mind that's really a good sign because the color may be invisible to you. So you get to choose another way to feel how this energy is this subtle energy that causes pain within us. All right, because I believe that a pain is caused by blocked energy. An emotion like anger, sadness, grief, somehow it gets stuck and it's there to get your attention, the person's attention that has the pain to do something different. It's It can be to get rid of that pain or it can be to do something with their elbow, their left elbow, their right elbow but it's to get attention and the body does it in all kinds of different ways. And usually when someone feels a pain, it's what I call a calibration point. And a calibration point is like something changes. And when we're talking about something, we usually work with five modalities, major modalities, V-A-K-O-G, visual, auditory, kinesthetic or feeling, olfactory, smelling, gustatory. And because of the uh, the huge use of television and TV, it used to be that, that it was more even in terms of what these modalities were that people recognized. But now visual is by far the most common recognized. Secondly, it's usually auditory. Thirdly, it's usually visual. And again, this would change from how old the people are, what country they're in, but then olfactory, and gustatory are least recognized. So it's really real individual, but by having a measure of some kind of some stimulation or sense gives us the opportunity to know if we make the changes and notice the changes, that just seems to work faster and you can do it with yourself. And there's exercises to do this, to develop this even more. And what I find is that when people are talking to each other, generally they recognize the the stimulus of vision or sound. And that's real easy to calibrate from what do you smell, what do you taste, all right? But yet the people that are most sensitive to smell or taste or maybe kinesthetic type things, they're more sensitive and they have higher accuracy. So we're looking for something that's within us or the other person to notice a change, calibrate it. Like you notice I'm asking how much pain is there 
usually I ask, go do it zero to 10. Zero, it's total calm. Uh, 10, it's outrageous, you wanna leave the room. But I'm really stepping into letting anyone who wants to have an experience of this energy because it's so available to us and it's so simple to uh, to work with. Let's do it. And then I'll tell you my story. Okay. Beautiful. So, okay. Patty, how are you now? I'm not totally gone, but I feel much more comfortable. Okay, super. I could nearly go out and split wood, but it's too dark to see the wood or the axe. <laughs> Understand, understand. We'll know that they'll just trickle out just even more, and I'll check back with you on this specifically. Okay, yeah. Okay. I've got bare feet on, so. All right, perfect, 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 perfect. And anyone else that would like uh, to experience pain being Don? Okay, Don, great. All right, and and Don, D-A-W-N? Mm-hmm. All right, and Don, can you hear me okay? Oh, she says, I don't have sound on. All right. Can I chat? Okay. If it's better for you to, to type it, you can do that. Are you going to need to see her, Charles? No. Okay. No. Okay. So Don, what, where is the pain in your body and what's the level of it? Zero to 10, zero total calm and 10, very extreme. You want to run out of the room. She says, all over, mostly back, neck from sleeping. What's the level right now? Says it's not strong now. It was at a two or three. When sleeping, it goes to a four to seven. Okay. So it's about a two or three right now? Back, head, neck, about three to four. Okay. And I'm going to put this on my back of my neck. It's I've got a little piece of tape there. And can you see the little itty bitty piece of quartz? This is program quartz, okay? I'm going to put this on the back of my neck to symbolize working with Don. These are just words that I'm saying that I'm making up. They're also known as channeling, okay? And what's the level of the pain now, please, Don? She says she feels a bit woozy from the chanting. Good. So what's the level of pain? And woozy is good because what you're doing is you're clearing all that pain out. Still a three at least. Okay. So how would you be different if your pain were to be totally and completely transformed now? How would you be different? How would you be different? Super happy. Are you good enough to be super happy? Yes or no? Oh, get a no, she said. So go ahead and imagine yourself out in the future, and the future can be one day or the future can be 10 years, being super happy and having super happy sounds and super happy colors and super happy feelings and just super happy when you're sleeping. And so just say sleeping tonight. Imagine that you get up in the morning super happy now. I go into a panic thinking about being super happy was not allowed that. So the panic thinking, is that your energy or someone else's energy? Or where or better better even better even now this is going to be a, a little bit more advanced. So that only means that it, it, things happen quicker. So going into panic thinking, where is the panic thinking in your body? 
head heart. So in the head heart area, what color could you put in there? And what sprinkles could you add to be super happy now? First put a color, maybe a turquoise blue, and put in some white silver. And now let the white silver get sparkly and the silver get get real shiny that you can see through it, the silver color, and just change with those colors with the white silver and just silver. And notice how the pain's changing. Hasn't it been? Now. As I bring my extra piece of the quartz crystal so that you can see it. And does it look anything like the quartz crystal? And just go ahead and be with that and go into the quartz crystal with your vision or with a feeling or with a sound or maybe a smell or maybe a taste. And how are you different now within you, giving yourself full permission to be, well, happy at first and then super happy, okay? Take a happy level of five and then as I count down, go up in terms of the super happy four super happy five super happy three super happy even more all over so that it's just like a total 11 or well let's say a 10 just to keep it within boundaries so how are you feeling now please And look even more into the crystal that's on the screen. Yes. And know that it's really okay for you to be super happy, hasn't it been? And it's okay if it's scary because you can do it slowly. And why not do a screenshot so you can have this picture? And so just in case there's anybody who can't see the chat, she had written, ooh, much more peaceful and calm happiness when Charles asked her how she was feeling. And then she says, thank you. Still scary being happy can only do it in the crystal, but nice. I could be super happy. Yes. We'll go ahead and do a screen, uh, a screenshot. Can you do that? I'll and keep it says, right here. Yeah. Please keep crystal up so I can take a screenshot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you can go ahead and got it. All right, got it. So you can play with this a little bit later while we're talking here today, because I'm going to start talking a little bit more. And, and then we'll see what happens that you're even more super happy. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Don. Thank you, Charles. 
Well, Charles, can we pause here and allow people to integrate that a little bit? And while we do, maybe you can just give us a little bit of your backstory. We went into this in detail the last time I had you on, but it's really fascinating to hear how you went from engineering and working with the Department of, of Defense to becoming a shaman and a healer. So can you tell us, just give us a little bit of your backstory? You bet. Started back in 66, where I started college, and I was on a government program, U.S. government. I worked for DOD. It was secret type stuff. And back at the time, it was the Vietnam War. So I had an occupational deferment, and I was a DOD employee, which meant that I got to see a lot of things that most people couldn't see or talk about and all that. And I continued and I continued and graduated from undergraduate school. I was an engineer and a geek because you had to be a geek and pretty good at being a geek to get in this program. And then I became quite successful, but I knew something was off with my life and I didn't know what it was. Uh, It turned out that I started out in the Dallas, Texas area. And uh, after I graduated, Well, I lived a couple other places in Texas, but I was in Houston and did real well. So I went to graduate school in Dallas. And uh, But while I was in Houston, I noticed that even though I was a geek, I I didn't want to be a geek because I didn't want to be an engineer and do what an engineer does in in an engineering environment. Because one of the companies that I did work with in Dallas was Texas Instruments, which were very well known for high tech type things back in the 60s. This goes way, way back. And so I said, well, wait, I've got to, I don't want to sit at a desk all day long or a drawing board and looking at numbers and this and that. I I really enjoy talking to people. And so, well, I switched undergraduate and I went, well, I want to talk to people more. How do I do that? And I still was carrying my slide rule. I had an orange madras shirt on and plaid, blue plaid pants, like a geek. (laughs) And so I joined a fraternity and after being razzed a lot and being asked to stand, to squat on a table that was four by four in the dining room area and flap my wings like a duck. Quack, 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 quack. Okay. I got to dress a little bit differently. (laughs) So I did. And I actually became president of that fraternity and, and that changed my life. But when I went to Houston, I I also started working and interacting with people, which is different than talking to them from a geek point of view. I talked to them from a person point of view, but something still wasn't right with my life. So I went to graduate school and part of uh, going to the graduate school was continuing something new that I found, which was Transcendental Meditation. And I ran into Transcendental Meditation in 74 and, and I liked it and I felt better. Because I knew I was going down a health road that was really bad because I was for for supper. I had happy hour at the at the bar Mm. or I'd have a client and take them out and and we'd have drinks. And I knew that was just going to mess up my body and all that. So I started the meditation and just got more calm. I did it twice a day. I wanted to do more of it. And they had this real, I did it for about, for about three years. And then I took an advanced program and it was called the uh, city program with a Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. It was very advanced and I was in graduate school. So that first uh, Christmas vacation, I went to Fairfield, Iowa 
to take this course. It was two weeks and $3,000, which was a lot of money back at the time, probably $10,000 nowadays. So I went there and I took this course and we we're going to levitate and become invisible. And so I said, okay, well, this has been good so far. I'll see what it's about. And on the third day, we were getting ready. We started the program. I followed the instructions. And the instructions were to... Uh... Charles, you froze right when you go. And the instructions were, and so comically, that was just the instruction. Just yeah. do it. Just, just levitate. Do it. Just levitate. <laughs> levitate. Follow Easy. the instructions. Just levitate. And I did. Now, here I am, a graduate engineer, electrical engineer, working high tech, clearance with the government, and in this... And, and I defied gravity. So I went, what is going on? This changed my whole world. And I was, I, I said, I've got to have more of this. So I did more and I studied more and I studied more things and I did better fl flying. But then I gave up the flying because wherever you have gurus uh, or leaders, like in, in politics or in a church type thing, the people that follow to carry out the instructions, they bring their own stuff, and it ends up getting real confused. So that's what happened within this part of the TM that I was in, in the area that I was in. And I said, this is too weird. I'm not going to do it. Anything to do with the guru, I want nothing to do with. So I, I got out of that, and I just took more things. I just got more instruction. Um, I was one-on-one -on -one with a leading instructor in Austin, Texas, where I was working in the, the late 70s. I, well, anyway, I, I started doing less of the high tech things and doing more of this woo woo. And, and I continued doing even more. I, uh, 77 is when I lifted up, December of 77. I discovered in 79 that I was a healer. I went to a class. We broke up in pairs and, and the instructions were send energy out of your hand to the other person. I did. And I sent it out. My hands were moving a little. The other person says, I'm getting hot. The instructor comes over and says, you're a healer. And I go, I'm a what? <laughs> and that started my, my, my gathering even further. So I just continued. I, I, I just continued and continued with this woo-woo. And still I was very high tech and did more and more. I did, did uh, board testers and component testers in terms of working with them and, and marketing them. And these are real, real high fancy type things. And I just did more and more. And then I got to a point where I, I didn't want to do high tech anymore. So I got my own company going. And, and, and then after several years, I shut it down and did woo woo full time. <laughs> my first client was in 81. This is what we're talking, what I'm talking to you about. I, I've been doing since 81. That was my first paying client. And I enjoy it. I have fun with it. I play with it. But I still haven't figured it out. Whenever I meet someone and they don't know me, I say, you have to excuse me. I'm going to go play with my rocks right now. <laughs> and they look at me funny and back off. Okay. I, I never understood that, but maybe someone can tell me these days. And so that's my story. Mm -hmm. It started with me being high tech. I openly tried meditation. Not only did I try it, I did it. I got more advanced. I discovered I had this ability, discovered I was gifted. And I'm just learning even more and more all the time. I get a lot of intuitive things. Like I get a lot of intuitive sounds. 
words. That's my story. Well, thank you. I love it. I love the whole geek thing. I'm sure you know, geek has been cool for years. So you were ahead of your time. I want to go back to these, the crystals and you have like four, how many pounds of crystal? About uh, 45,000 pounds. Okay. That's what is that? 20 tons, 22 tons. Yeah. Wow. So it is a lot. It's a lot. So I know a lot of people are very interested in crystals and I don't know if you, if anything comes to mind in terms of how people can interact themselves with crystals, maybe things about how they can select crystals. If we focus on healing how they might know what to be looking for, how to work with them. If anything comes to mind in terms of work, people working with crystals and how to do that effectively. Well, let me do this. Let me, let me put it a a little bit different way. If you have a question about crystals, could you go ahead and ask it now? Cause I am putting a class together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've come out of retirement. I, I went into retirement in 2004 and I looked after my parents for six years for their health and they improved dramatically and then they passed. Okay. My dad had two weeks to live. He ended up living for, with high quality of life for 14 months, which is about 60 weeks, I think. So I'm pretty good. We did this in a military hospital. Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. And they were, the doctors were all amazed. And so I'm taking more of what I do and just uh, making it more, I'm teaching other people to do it. In fact, what I'd rather people do is spend a little more time learning what I'm teaching so they can heal themselves. I'm real interested on people working on themselves and that can be done really pretty easily. That's my focus. So if they could contact you or, or through you contact me, that'd be great. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. If anybody does want to be connected after this live stream, you should have, you have my email because you were able to get into the call. So I know you have my email. Um, so I'm happy to connect anybody. And then, like we said, if you do have questions, feel free to put those in the chat. And just to mention, I have some of your crystals, Charles, and to get an idea of you've got those huge quartz crystals that you've been working with on this call, but this is, I think this is Lemurian starseed. Beautiful, beautiful stone. And it's really hard to even get an idea here of, to see the crystal itself, but this is how small. I was shocked. I have four of these and you sent these to me last year and I was shocked at how tiny they are. So I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that because you have the contrast here. This is orange zincite. No, orange zincite. Zincite. Yeah. So the contrast here in size. So tell us about how size works or doesn't. To put it real simple, less is more. Less is more, less is more. That's putting it real simple. And I'll just give a technical example. We have now a lot of semiconductors. We have computers and they're getting faster and bigger and better. Well, computers are the uh, the component part of computers are actually made of crystalline products. Crystals back in the 60s, and I got to see this, were crushed. And they were crushed and pulverized. And they were put in a heated chamber and impurities added, impurities that were very, very special and in small parts, parts per billion. 
And this is what the raw material is that make up these um, integrated circuits or components of the solid state of the quartz. And I got to see these being made. They were, they were in a big tube and they were growing from the top down like stalactites, really? like icicles. And then they were in a column and then they would be cut up with a diamond blade saw and they'd be almost the size and look like CDs. Okay. If you can find a CD these days. Yeah. <laughs> and that was how they started off. And nowadays, the, the now as opposed to using quartz crystal, they use SiO2 stand, S-A-N-D. It's real purified, really purified. But keep in mind that quartz is made up of silicon dioxide or quartz is made of silicon and oxygen, SiO2. And, it, and uh, so there are many qualities that are the same with quartz as with computers, as with humans. Mm. We have crystalline characteristics. I, I have a listing of this. We'll do that another time. I wanted to share that. It's interesting when you talk about computers, people, crystals, and I think of the programmability of all three of those, you know, <laughs> which, you know, yes, people and, people and, and what, programming, people and programming. And what I do is on an, I'll call it a invisible level or an etherical level is I'll take little pieces of quartz and I'll program them and they'll be more powerful than this right here. I can send those in an envelope in, in the mail, which means that it's a lot easier for people to get. They are still very pricely because it took over 12 years for me to program these. Oh, wow. And I've, I've got some real unusual abilities that are just intuitive to me. Uh, they're really gifts of spirit. And so I'm taking these now, teaching what I know that I can teach, that, and then doing what I do. And so questions, please. So we do have some that have come in. First mm -hmm. is Patty. Charles, are there any good books that you recommend? Not really, because if you can get a hold of Marcel Vogel's uh, documents, but they're not in the form of a book. But I'm, I'm going to be actually, I'll be actually putting that information together. Um, a lot can of. Can you explain what the Vogel, who who he is and what the Vogel crystal is? Marcel Vogel is a gentleman he worked out of california with ibm he was a senior scientist and as a senior scientist within ibm it was the same thing as a vice president of ibm he worked in the palo alto area he also holds the patent for an led he, he passed uh, several years ago but I, I i studied with him and here this gentleman was talking woo woo type things and he was one of the foremost scientific engineering type people um, that worked in high tech mm -hmm. and and he worked at the, at the deepest level of uh, the most um extreme level state-of-the-art level at the time so it's it's ever expanding as the ability of computers to do more and the ability of cell phones to do more and more it's scientific what's being written a lot of people use the names of stones, of minerals, and they and they think that means something. It's real hard to say this, but the names hardly mean anything. It's like, what kind of energy does the stone have? And where did they get it? 
And what part of the mine run was it in? They can say it's Lemurian quartz that's in the uh, real popular in the uh, some Brazilian mines. But I found in Hawaii a, a quartz that I call Lemurian starseed quartz. And I'll show you how huge this is and what it can do. And I'll do an experiment in a moment. But this is how huge it is. It's on this piece of piece of tape. Can you see it? Mm -hmm. Notice how huge it is. All right. What I'm going to do is broadcast this to those within this within this call. And I'm just going to put this in my third eye area and connect with each of you. Now, going to put this in my third eye area. And notice if you notice a change in the energy. Does anyone notice a change within their energy with their eyes open or closed? Or just whatever they may sense in sounds or I with can, feelings? I can feel like spiraling pressure in my third eye. And this is what I call the marine star seed. It's very tiny. I'm the only one that I know that has it. It's very special. I, I acquired it with permission from Kahunas and the Big Island of Hawaii. And this is part of the programming that I use. And I call it Lemurian star seed because it's just like a seed. Uh, people get upset when they lose it or drop it or they can't find it because this little piece, because it's so rare and so powerful, you saw it. I charged $30 for it. And people say $30 for that little speck or something. And then they feel it and they go, wow. I mean, write down just what you're experiencing with feeling this. And, and I'm going to Ashley. Mm -hmm. Ashley says, I just felt an opening and calmness. Dawn saying she can feel it. Yeah. And Dawn, when you're feeling it, how is it knowing that you're super happy? Now, can you feel that super happiness even more? Thank you. She's laughing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy. <laughs> and Heidi says, feeling calm and serene. Ashley says, what does it mean when the third eye pulses? It means that the third eye is starting to open. You're real sensitive. It's going to open up your intuitive ability, your, your ability to sense things. Now, what I'm going to ask is I'm going to take this off because you saw how big it was, right? And we're in real far distances, as far away as Australia. Mm. and talking with patty earlier and i'm just gonna all i did is put this little piece on my forehead i'm gonna take it off you saw how big it was i take it off and you notice the difference yeah then, i don't feel that same yeah yeah but yeah. you notice generally you notice more of a calming effect of more of a peaceful feeling yeah and, and so once again i'll put it on my third eye less is more less is more Don says she felt an immediate difference. Beautiful. And I'm putting it on again. Okay. Imagine that I connect with each of you. I'm connected with each of you energetically. And some of you I haven't seen yet. And the picture of anyone. And Don is even noticing changes of being super happy. This is how quick. This is how simple. This is how beautiful this energy is. It, for me, when you're putting it on your third eye, it's feeling like a magnet. Like it's drawing, like, like drawing all the energy and just magnet, like 
like pulling it right in there is, is how I'm experiencing that. Ashley said her third eye has been throbbing for weeks now. Thank you. We, we had a couple of other questions higher up there. Mm-hmm. Ashley asked the best way to cleanse crystals. Never. Let me explain. You want to clear crystals all the time. Never cleanse them. Whenever you cleanse crystals, you're taking all the energy out. A lot of times crystals have, you're drawn to crystals because they have information in there for you. If you cleanse them by putting it in salt water, putting it in in the ground, that's cleansing. You want to avoid cleansing. Cleansing is if you have is if you if the crystal's been harmed in some way, like it, it deals with black magic or manipulation, that's where you want to cleanse them. What you do want to do is clear them. And in fact, I say rather than cleanse, I don't use the word cleanse. I use the word clear. And if you're not clearing it, what you're doing is you're erasing it. Just like you're erasing a hard disk or information in your computer. You're erasing information when you cleanse crystals. So you can clear crystals by putting it under running water for 10 to 20 seconds. You can put it in moonlight. You can pray on them. You can sing. You can do crystal bowls. You can do sage. Many ways that you would do cleansing on yourself. You can do that with crystals. And in fact, I recommend before you use crystals that you cleanse them. Oh boy, throw something at me. Did you notice how I did that on purpose? Did anybody catch that mistake? Naughty, naughty. I use the word cleanse. You clear, clear, (laughs) clear, clear, clear out the old stuff so that you can start anew and whatever's in there for you will still stay. Okay. That's wonderful. Thank you, Ashley, for asking that because that is really valuable insight. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that there would be a difference between cleansing and clearing. That's wonderful. It's a very subtle difference and a very confusing difference. Think of erasing, starting all over, or building up information in the crystals. That's Mm -hmm. like in these little small uh, pieces of quartz. I kept on building up on information. All right, building up on information. And I did a lot of testing with them. So there's lots of ways to get that information out. But before you meditate with a crystal or go inside and find out what's there or just have more super happiness or whatever it is you desire, better intuition, just go ahead and please clear. Clear means uh, just the stuff that's harmful to you. Right. If it's harmful to you, you're going to notice it and that's bad. Big thing when you're buying crystals in the store, what people get messed up with the most, they'll be drawn to a crystal or they'll feel something and they'll pick it up. And because crystals hold information that the strongest, the strongest information is what's there. And if someone beforehand ended up that they were had hard feelings or manipulative feelings or they were criminal in nature, you'd pick up that crystal and you wouldn't like it. Intuitively, you wouldn't like it. You want to be drawn to things. So one of the first things when you when you look for crystals or look for stones, have the intention of clearing it. Now, what I can do is I can clear something real quick and easy. But what you can do is just say the light invocation four times. I do this real quick. It takes me this long. I go, okay, it's clear. Just because I've done it so many times. And this is what I teach in the workshops. 
it's simple. It's so simple that it's usually overlooked. But something as simple as when you go in a crystal store, if you're drawn to something, make sure you clear yourself, your crystal, then spend a little time with it. Mm. That's how to make the best selection. Not that someone tells you it comes from Egypt or Biafra or the North Pole or whatever. No, it's about what you're drawn to. And then are you really drawn to connecting with that crystal? Only way you can really tell that is by clearing it. And you can clear it very simple, easy. I gave you some methods. Just say a real quick again. I cleared it. Okay. I know I'm going pretty fast, but. Well, yeah. And I do want to respect your time here. Heidi asked if you have a website and you, you've mentioned that you have a course coming up. So how can people find out about your course and, and do you have a website to share? Connect with me, please, through Cara. Okay. And, and I'll do that. I'm going to have a landing page as opposed to a website. And I'm putting all that information together. And my big challenge right now is to figure out how to do well, use virtual marketing. I know hardly anything about it. Yes, I am technical, but up until a year ago, I couldn't, I really couldn't get on the internet and do Zoom calls because I could do it for one or two people or three people maybe, but poor quality. I finally got Starlink and now I can do it, but I have to catch up on all that tech. And I have people lined up that are doing that for me. I'm going to do it in a slow pace because just for, there's only so much time in a day. But since I'm on this call with you, give me a call. I may, may, we may even set up another call per car schedule and all. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so email me if anybody Mm -hmm. wants to be connected with Charles and I can get you connected. And do you have that landing page up that I can refer people to, or that's in process? No, because it's in process because I've got so much going on. I'm like having to, I'm training some people now, really good people. It's like, I can only do so much and see so many people. Yeah. Right. And and keep in mind, I'm elderly. Okay. I'm 74. All right. So I can use that as an excuse maybe, but (laughs) no one really says, you can't tell me that because I cut my grass with push mower and I've got several acres here. Okay. That's my, that's my exercise. That's why I was going to say, that's why there's only so much time because you spend a lot of time cutting your grass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, Patty's keen. Count him in, he says. Oh, cool. Hey, Pat, Patty, how are you doing? How's your back, Patty? Bend over for oh. me. Oh, good. No, there's still some bit of, uh, of pain there, but well, I'm, I'm confident it'll be good. It'll get better. It's, okay. Do you, it's do you on feel, the way. Okay. Now that I've increased my energy and I wanted to show you all how I do it, I'm going to connect with you even deeper. And as I connect with you deeper, Do you feel any difference by chance? See, this is a layering process as opposed to going in and really blasting. That's how come less is more. Because if you come in with energy that's too strong, your body shuts down. So if you get a crystal that's too big or it's too intense, your body naturally will shut down. Mm -hmm. There. By by chance, Any difference with with how you maneuver with your back, lower back? I'd say it's getting better, but there's still a little bit of pain I can feel there, and I don't know. I I don't even know what caused it in the first place. I just woke up two mornings ago, and 
if you were to pick something that you've been wanting to do for a long time, just give it, just think of something that you've been wanting to do for a long time and give it a code name. A code name can be like do or blue or just some word, something you've been wanting to do. But don't tell me any details. Okay. Uh, well, nine. Nine. Okay. Within nine, when you feel nine, how does nine feel to you? The code word nine. Oh, and if you bring that, if you bring energy into your lower back, do you notice any difference with the feeling of nine? And are you good enough to, to really feel nine and to own it? Now. Okay. Oh, well, that, that's, there's still a little bit of a twinge there of the pain. Like I say, I don't know what caused it. I just well, woke it, up with it. it. It's not so much what caused it is that the pain is there for you to do something different. And it could be that maybe you're to eat spinach or maybe you're to stop eating spinach. Right. So uh, it could be a lot of different things. It, 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 there, there is a big chore I've got to do. Okay. And that could be what's linking to it because and, right. I've right. got to be at the computer more than being outside. Well, I prefer to be outside. Be outside. Okay. Cutting grass. Not your grass, my grass. Right, your grass. Right, right, right. I've so got a bit of it here. So it, the, the pain is not always related to what caused it. And in fact, yeah. when I work on people in person, what I'll do is I'll just use the pain as a calibration level for what activated the pain. Is it going away? Because the unconscious mind or the subconscious mind is what's in control of these things. And they're just, yeah. it's just saying, well, there's something we're to do and, and the pain's just going to get worse until you can do it or until you do it. But trying to figure out the reason for it and how come it's still there and all that, all you're doing is wasting time with your conscious mind. And if your conscious mind could have fixed it, it would have fixed it by now. Yeah, I should get so, rid of it. So it's that's right. Just get rid of it. Work with your unconscious mind. It's usually a different part of your body. And the pain leaving is saying, you, you found the point. Okay, let's see what happens. And there are programs within us that I call self-sabotage programs. We're to get certain levels. And now I'm talking fast, but it's complicated. And yet it's very simple. Okay. I understand that. <laughs> okay okay and oh gosh car i apologize I, I looked at the clock and i noticed we're going over okay that's all right it's been very valuable okay. all yeah, right I, were you about to say something patty well i was just i've been had a bit of contact with a fellow who's with sacred geometry and that sort of thing jane 108 of him i don't, so I don't he, know him. yeah he's got he's a uh, couple of hundred miles up from north of here and he's got a, a big place he's got a hundred acres there but he's got a big display of crystals mm. there huge things and he's got one i think it's a i think it's a, a thunder egg but it's been broken and it's 15 tons or something rather in in this one bit of it it's oh massive and I, I i'd like to go up there but i don't want to go up there unless i can actually talk to him well, actually, what you can do, what you can do, just prepare yourself 
that uh, you're going to talk to the crystal that you're talking about real big and that his energy will be there. All right. And um, yeah. a couple hundred kilometers is a is what? Probably a couple hours drive. Yep. OK, yeah, so that. for a couple hours drive, if that could bring you some feeling and bring you some opening on a subtle level would be an intuitive level. I think that could be real beneficial for you. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm, and, and, I'm hearing and, what you're saying because I'm yeah. rather intrigued by your backstory. That's yeah, that, that, just, that gets to just, me. And just going there, and if you're allowed to, to touch the biggest crystal and just touch it or put your hands on it or hug it or or even just maybe touch the dirt around it, that could be real helpful. It could be a yeah. sign. That's what I'm picking up. Yeah, okay. I can... Yeah. You accept that you're that talking about a five hour drive, two hours up, an hour for lunch, two hours back. And uh, have to take some it. grandkids along. Yeah, yeah, of course. They'd have fun. They get to play with the rocks too. Oh, yeah. they're, they're very keen. Oh, their mother's got them. She they've got crystals. The grandkids oh, have. Oh, what a great uh, holiday, small holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I've been I've okay. been planning it, but yeah, so imagine that you're up there and you're and you're and you're with your grandkids and you're just up there just playing for an hour or so and just you and them and whoever else may be there and notice how your lower back is. Oh, I'm figuring the lower back will be sorted out in the next couple of days because I've, yeah, it's been coming and going because yeah. of this friend of mine. And I rang him up one day and I said, how's your back, your cancer pain going? And he said, oh, yeah, it comes and grows. I said, yeah, I can pick it because I, it well, comes and goes with me. Well, he said, he's not, he's not as involved or as strong a believer as in the spiritual realm as what I am. He's okay, a bit well, that's, like, oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He used to be a policeman, so you can okay, get a bit understand. of an idea what, right. what they're like. Right. But he's sort of, oh, yes and no, yes and no. And I'm, I feel a lot for him because he lost his wife to cancer. And yeah, because if he was like me, he would have connected through to her and I think he would have been healed a lot, probably, the cancer may have been as a result of, of, of that. Is the body not happy with things because there's there's this problem? And I'd yep. like him to, but he's a bit set in his way. Typical policeman. Yes, of course. They, they've got to. They, they've got to. And I, I work with quite a bit of policemen with PTSD in their trauma. Yeah. In the military also. Yeah. He, he would have had PTSD, but they did not acknowledge it back in his day. They just. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. All right. Well, Patty, enjoy. I better go. Or... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry to go because you're really great value. I'm. I'm. I'm I'll follow you and what you're doing. Yes, and if you get something happening. Yeah. Um, thank, thank you, you thank so you. much. I'm, I'm honored. Yeah. Yeah. Not a thank problem. Thank you, yeah. Charles. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody who's been joining us today, and and listening to the recording, Charles. This has been really activating and informative and i would absolutely love to do this another time soon you yeah. got it and so with that may i do a closing chant yeah please <speaking in Spanish> Oh, 
so much. Many blessings to everybody. Have a beautiful rest of the day. Thank you, Kara. Thank you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to ask you for one quick favor, and that's to share this episode with one person who you think will benefit from it. Let them know you're thinking about them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.